The Vision 24 National Conservative Forum wraps, and we see its impact on the national stage. Dylan Mulvaney celebrates day 365 of being a girl. We discuss why that's important and what the South Carolina Senate is doing to combat the gender mutilation of children right here in the Palmetto State. All of that next. And welcome into the Tuesday edition of the fastest growing, strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters show. So glad you're joining us. Justin Hall here with you on Facebook, on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on the app, the Palmetto Family Council app, or on our website, palmettofamily.org, wherever you can find us, wherever you get our video or our audio streams. We are so glad that you're joining us here on this Tuesday. As you noticed yesterday and as you are seeing today, we're going on the air every day at 1 o'clock to talk about the biggest issues both statewide and nationally. And We begin by rewinding the clock on this Tuesday edition. Yesterday, you heard a brief interview with presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy at Vision 24. We'll have more candidate interviews for you as the week rolls on. But we start at Vision 24, where we saw nine of the strongest conservative voices in the nation converge on Charleston at the Charleston Area Convention Center for a day full of casting the vision for the race to the White House in 2024. And we want to take this moment to say thank you for joining us for that event. If you were in town that day and you made it your way to the convention center, we want to thank you for being there. If you watched on C-SPAN or if you've watched since then, we want to thank you. If you were one of our sponsors, one of our partners who helped support Vision 24, whether it was Americans for Prosperity or Faith Wins or the Heritage Foundation. Thank you so much, and we encourage you all to follow all of their work if you aren't doing so already. And most of all, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for being in attendance and for praying for this event. It was a wonderful day where we got to chat with many of you that were in attendance. We got to chat with every single one of the speakers that came through, and I believe we saw the strength of the conservative party in the United States of America, the diversity of our party, the diversity of thought in our party, because it's not one party line and everything's the same. I think we even saw that on Saturday that several of the speakers viewed major issues in different ways, but many of them coming from that same conservative viewpoint. So we want to thank you for praying for the event, for supporting the event, and Again, for enjoying the day with us on Saturday. It was a wonderful day inside the Charleston Area Convention Center. And we've heard from a lot of you that you look forward to us doing it again. And we'll keep you updated on if we choose uh, to host another one of these in, in the future. And, and folks, as we get closer to the primary in 2024 here in South Carolina in February, you're going to see a lot more of these folks announcing. And you're going to see a lot more of these uh, candidates coming through the Palmetto State. But in, in the ramp-up to Vision 24, a lot of us in the office were and on staff here at Palmetto Family were fairly focused on that event. And so there's a lot to catch up on in the news from around the country. We're going to get to a bill that is going to be making its way through the Senate in just a few moments. But first, I want to talk about uh, a, a person who we have talked about on the, on the show a lot Um, And there's good reason for that. You might remember we had a discussion about Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is is a male who is going through the process of transitioning, not necessarily to a female, but to a girl 
And again, I want to make sure we get the phrasing of this right. On TikTok, which again, we can deal with that discussion later, but on TikTok, this young man has been cataloging his journey. Uh, It started on day one of being a girl. And just recently, he celebrated day 365 of being a girl. Again, he's still a male. Now, he celebrated this on a couple of different levels. He actually had a... um, a broadcast, a broadcast. I'm not sure where it emanated from. I'm not sure where you could find it. Where he did a little show, song, and dance routine, which is interesting because he was a theater guy uh, before transitioning. So maybe he finally got his big break. Uh, but he also received a letter from the office of the vice president of the United States, dated March 13th, 2023. I'm looking at it. Here it is on your screen. Addressed to Miss Dylan. Mulvaney in Los Angeles, California. Dear Dylan, I send you my warmest greetings as you celebrate your 365th day of living authentically. Thank you for courageously sharing your story and your journey. I appreciate your continued advocacy for transgender equality, including during your recent visit to the White House last year. Through your work as an activist and advocate for the LGBTQI plus community, what happened to the A? You continue to break barriers and inspire young people across our nation and around the world. While we have made incredible progress from advancing marriage equality to enacting historic protections for transgender people, the fight is far from over. Of course it is. That's why the plus is there. Our administration stands with the LGBTQI plus community in the ongoing struggle for true, here's it is, equity and equality and against hate and discrimination in all forms. I am grateful for your dedication and courage, and I hope you continue to use your platform to spread positivity and create change. I look forward to seeing all that you will accomplish in the future. Sincerely, Kamala Harris. Or Kamala. Who cares? So, we have a young man who is transitioning to not a female, necessarily. Like, not to a woman, I should say, but to a girl. To a girl. And we have the vice president here, who, as I'm looking now on my screen, saying that we have advanced marriage equality. Again, no, you well, no, you didn't, because regardless of what your federal overreach bill says and what your federal law says, marriage is still the sacramental holy matrimony between a man and a woman to the until death. That's still a thing. Just because you make a law about it doesn't make it real. The fight is far from over. I mean, where are we going to stop? Where are we going to stop? You're now telling me, by the way, in this same letter, there's an ongoing struggle for true equity and equality and against hate and discrimination in all forms. No, no. So see, now we've flipped the narrative. we flipped the narrative. We used to think that sexual perversion and sexual deviancy was the uh, negative behavior. Now we're seeing that those who stand and believe in basic morality and basic principle, no, they're the hatred-filled people. They're the negative. They're the blight on society. And I'm not saying any one person is a blight on society. I want to make sure we get this point abundantly clear, that I believe folks who have a serious condition called gender dysphoria get the help they need 
I do not believe the help they need is to feed into a defined mental struggle. Now, for Mr. Dylan Mulvaney, it continued. Not only did Mr. Mulvaney get a letter from Kamala Harris, Mr. Mulvaney also made an appearance on the Drew Barrymore show. I didn't know Drew Barrymore had a show, but she does. And he made an appearance on the Drew Barrymore show. This is a two-minute clip. I want you to watch the whole thing. And I want to know if you shudder at the same point that I do. Here is Dylan Mulvaney on with Drew Barrymore. There is so much hatred directed at the trans community right now. It's everywhere. And I think the greatest weapon that I can contribute is trans joy and comedy and talking about hard, you know, subjects and really intricate moments of a transition and try to let everybody in to see that, you know, I'm not a monster. I'm not somebody that, you know, um, is trying to, to do anything but be myself. I think having my chosen family and the people that I love to take care of me, but I also think there's something just about uh, making sure that you're, you don't put something out there before you're ready and, and really just surrounding yourself with good people. It's interesting because I look at someone like you and I can't imagine anybody disliking you. Oh, please. Do you know, do you want to know, ironically, who uh, dislikes me the most sometimes? Who? Myself. Oh, me too. Oh. And, but, I guess, you know, you've asked me now, like, you've asked me, like, what I would do to combat the hate, right? Yeah. But what do you do? If you read reviews, just like on social media, you are pretty much guaranteed a 50-50, some like it, some don't. So you've got to be willing to bear down and brace for it. And I think... I think picking your battles, too. Yes. And sometimes I think the greatest uh, response can just be in the next joyous video or in the next win that you have, because that just goes to show that, like, you are continuing on and whatever that those people are projecting onto you, it isn't actually penetrating. I couldn't agree more because another thing that you're making me realize is to not carry on in spite of others. I'm sorry, I just realized that I'm sitting on the floor with Drew. I'm <laughs> so happy to be doing this. Thank you for oh. joining me on the floor. The floor always feels safer. It feels nice. Well, we certainly have reached the bottom of society at this point. The floor is safer. Oh, Mike, did you see when she kneeled? What is, what is going on? I mean, seriously, what is going on? So we have this man who is pretending to be a woman, pretending to be a woman, because I, I haven't even showed you the videos where we know for a fact, based on the videos and based on this gentleman's comments, that he has not had... Um, reconstructive surgery in certain areas, only his face. So he wants to look like a female, but still has supporting evidence that he's a man for, for, for our audience that's family-friendly. So we have, it just, it blows your mind, right? That we are now celebrating this. And again, this is not because I know what's going to happen. People are going to play this video and and it's going to be shared 
uh, amongst those, and 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 we're gonna get uh, letters and 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 comments on our Facebook page or wherever that we are hateful, hateful bigots, and we're looking for trans erasure. No, I'm not. I think the world needs to be rid of the transgenderism ideology because I think it's harmful. I think it's wrong. I don't want to rid the world of people because, again, a person is more than just a physical being. Each person has a soul. We are created by God. We we are made in the image of God. During, as they called it, live, uh, uh, being day and a girl, 365, whatever it's called. In the main show, uh, Dylan is singing um, the song about uh, the, the run, the Kate Bush song, "Running Up That Hill" from Stranger Things, and and you know, if I only could make a deal with God, and he stops the song, he says, "I don't believe God made a mistake with me," and that's true, that's true. He didn't, he didn't, because he created you as a male, not a female. So no, he didn't make a mistake with you, and you can still have a relationship with God. That's certainly possible, absolutely. Uh, God's grace reaches to the uttermost, as the scriptures say. And so there is that opportunity there. But again, we do need to point out the uh, the the lunacy and the just the, the depravity that has invaded our culture, and now we are forced to go along with it. The hatred they're talking about. While I don't believe anyone should necessarily be derided or made fun of, if you simply point out that this gentleman is a man, you will get crucified. And I'm sure we will. That's the hatred they're talking about. The hatred and the speech is violence is all about the fact that those are just pointing, people are pointing out objective truth. Tulsi Gabbard at the Vision 24 Forum mentioned the fact that on the celebration of International Women's Day, men who claim to be women were the ones elevated and given awards. And we have lost basic objective truth. Now we have your truth and their truth and my truth. And there's no objective truth in the middle to sort of anchor us at a point. And culture at large has lost an anchor of objective truth. And it's incumbent upon us, it's incumbent upon people, people driven by common sense, people driven by logic, by reason, to understand that there is such a thing as common sense. There is such a thing as logic. There is such a thing as natural biology. That you can't change your gender. doesn't work. And, and, and Dylan Mulvaney is the perfect example of this. Still a man. But don't worry, this man who continues to seek TikTok fame recently put out a video over the weekend, and again, mind-blowing, it's not very long. It, it, it's, it's 16 seconds. Um, here it is, over on, on the corner of the screen. Take a look at this. I am Eloise. I am six. I'm a city child. I live at the Plaza Hotel, which is huge and wonderful and trace elegant, especially at Christmas time. So again, now we have this Dylan Mulvaney who is claiming to be a woman, but now, as we've seen, this is just a progression here, claiming to be a six-year-old, like, like imitating a clip of a girl who is six. Does anyone else see this as a problem? I certainly do. 
And again, I hope I hope that Mr. Mulvaney gets the help that he needs. I hope the services are given to him that he needs. And as we continue, I mean, I mean, this story, I'm not pulling this whole cloth. People are putting this out on TikTok. And the vice president herself, however uh, duly unqualified she is to hold the position that she currently has, as she's sending letters, misgendering this person, this person's a man, calling him miss. So again, we're not making these things up. But there is a bill in the South Carolina Senate that would address this issue of gender-affirming care uh, inside the Palmetto State. This bill, Senate Bill 627, um, notice most of the time we don't have catchy names for some of these bills. This bill currently sits inside the Medical Affairs Committee inside the Senate, sponsored by uh, senators such as Senator uh, Danny Verdon, Senator Richard Cash, Shane Martin, Wes Clymer, Chip Campson, Greg Hembree, uh, Senators Goldfinch, Loftus, Peeler, Cromer, Grooms, Kimbrell, Adams, Young, Gambrell, Gustafson, Talley, Rice, Sheely, Turner, Alexander, Garrett, Corbin, Rickenbach, and Massey. Plenty of bill or plenty of bill sponsors here. Senate Bill 274 uh, is a companion bill, uh, a similar bill to this. Here's the uh, leading uh, amending of the code to amend the South Carolina Code of Laws by adding Section 4047-300 so as to define gender, sex, and other terms. Uh, it will also prohibit the provision of gender transition procedures to a person under 18 years of age. Uh, will also prohibit the use of public funds for gender transition procedures and will prohibit school staff and officials from withholding knowledge of a minor's perception of their gender from the minor's parents. So again, we have senators inside the South Carolina Senate that are looking to take a stand on logic, on reason. And immediately you're going to get people who are saying they're looking for trans erasure. No one is looking to kill anyone. No one is looking to erase your existence. Simply put, Children under the age of 18, I don't understand how you aren't allowed to smoke, you aren't allowed to drink, but yet we can pump you full of hormones and lop off your genitals, and it's perfectly fine. I, I just, I, someone, the, the theme of this, this, I think the title of the show is going to fit. Someone make it make sense. Make it make sense. Gender reassignment surgery, as defined in the bill, means any medical or surgical service that seeks to surgically alter or remove healthy physical or anatomical characteristics or features that are typical for the individual sex in order to instill or create physiological or anatomical characteristics that resemble sex different from the individual sex, including, without limitation, genital or non-genital gender reassignment surgery performed for the purpose of assisting an individual with a gender transition. Again, this doesn't lead to those seeking the services to be charged. We go further. A physician, mental health provider, or other healthcare professional shall not knowingly provide gender transition procedures to a person under 18 years of age. If they do, if they do, they will be charged. The physician will lose their license. The physician will possibly even... 
uh, go before a, a board to determine whether they're able to perform any sort of services after being charged with breaking this law. Section 59.32.36, underneath Section 2 of the bill, a nurse, counselor, teacher, principal, or other official or staff at a public school shall not knowingly encourage or coerce a minor to withhold from the minor's parent or legal guardian the fact that the minor's perception of his or her gender is inconsistent with his or her sex as defined previously, and that those people also cannot withhold from a minor's parent or legal guardian information related to that minor's perception. If a teacher, school administrator, or other school employee who suspects or knows that a student suffers from gender dysphoria that can result in a person identifying with a different uh, gender or that is different than their sex must notify the parent or legal guardian. We've seen this across the country, and I'm sure it's happening here in in South Carolina. Teachers, school counselors, school nurses, principals, choosing to coerce students into a false, sexually deviant behavior and then withholding that from the parents who have the right to know what their minor child is engaged in. And this bill, Senate Bill 627, would stop that, would make that against the law. So again, South Carolina has senators who are looking to make a difference inside South Carolina and protect children for Goodness gracious, protect children. Protect children. Children should not be exposed to deviant sexual behavior or deviant sexual ideology. It it just shouldn't happen. It just shouldn't happen. Now, the opponents of this legislation and the opponents of, I'm sure, this entire show and our entire organization would tell you that we are hateful bigots that actually want to harm children, that if that if young people who are suffering from gender dysphoria can't get the gender-affirming care that they desire, they will... The, the long-standing quote, would you rather have a dead daughter or a live son? That's, that first of all, that's um, a logical fallacy. Secondly, it's... A use of scare tactic in order to get something done, as we as we talked months ago about Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was pushing gender transition therapy and gender transition surgeries because it's the cash cow. It's the moneymaker right now. They're pushing these hormones and pumping these children full of hormones. The number of stories of people who are detransitioning are shocking. They are sobering. And they're important for us to listen to. And so as we continue to see the culture move in a direction, at least we have a group of senators in South Carolina, and I'm sure there are plenty in the House side as well, who want to see children protected from this dangerous, dangerous ideology. It completely changes the course of someone's life. Completely And it's my hope, it's my hope that we see Senate Bill 627 and others like it 
pass the Senate, pass the House, and get signed into law by the governor to make sure and ensure that children in South Carolina are protected. We're going to have more information for you as the days go on about how you can get involved with this effort to make sure we protect children in South Carolina because ultimately that's what we plan on doing, protecting our state's children, which in turn protects our future. Plenty of other news and notes that we didn't get to today. Got plenty of more to talk about. Got plenty of candidate interviews still to go, speaker interviews still to go. We had a special conversation with presidential candidate, former ambassador to the U.N., former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley at Vision 24. Also had conversations with governor of Ar- former governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, and the senator from Tennessee, Senator Marsha Blackburn. We'll have all of those for you later this week. Make sure to follow Like, rate, subscribe, leave that five-star rating and review on the podcast wherever you're listening. We appreciate you listening. If you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, share this with your friends. Let them know about the work that we're doing here at Palmetto Family. If you want to get involved in Palmetto Family, if you want to partner with us, we encourage you to do that, palmettofamily.org. You can visit the Donate tab there. It's not just a donation. It's an investment. We believe you are investing in the work that we're doing for a purpose because you want to see a kingdom return on investment. So go to palmettofamily.org slash donate to get involved there. If you want to get our email newsletters, you can go to our website as well, palmettofamily.org, and sign up to receive our newsletters. And anytime we have an action alert, anytime we have something going on, you can do that there. And finally, make sure to download the Palmetto Family Council app. That is the place where you can watch every single show that we do and you can get more information on how to track these pieces of legislation. You can actually use our app to go to the SC legislature and track Senate Bill 627 so you can get updates on what's happening with this legislation as the days and weeks go by. So again, welcome in to the brand new Palmetto Family Matters show each and every day, Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. on our app, on our website, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts every day at 1 o'clock, you will get the fastest-growing and strongest conservative talk show in South Carolina. For Kevin Caiello and Mitch Prosser, I am Justin Hall. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here on the Palmetto Family Matters Show.